saddle again the tb4 sports show coming to you live on a tuesday on a tuesday on a tuesday uh and probably posting on a tuesday night too we're not going to post on a wednesday but uh we got a lot to talk about but i'm only one third of the tb4 sports show tony pellegrino at jim pelly follow me if you're listening you probably already do if you're listening let's be honest (laughs) but the man to my right Nick Valentino, a.k.a. Nikki Gemstones, a.k.a. Nikki Gems, a.k.a. the man, the myth, the legend with too many nicknames. How are we doing, brother? Feeling good, feeling good. We're doing good? Yep. Yeah, of, just, uh... <laughs> just a yeah. We're off July 4th weekend, everybody. Uh, yeah. I hope everyone had a good July 4th. We're still recovering from our patriotism. That's yeah, right. That seemed to be trippy. Yeah, right. But, Gems, what's, what's exciting news for you? That's been happening so far. We got a lot to get to, but what are you eager to get to? NBA, the free agency's been been just insane the last few days, and uh, already set to be a, a a crazy free agency. Just got even crazier when Kevin Durant oh, set everything into motion. Yeah, just incredible. We're gonna get to everything that's the free agent frenzy. It is with the NBA, Kevin Durant, everything else that's been talked about already. But we're gonna put our two cents on it. Um, NHL, NFL, NCAA, teams going where, where's going what, where are we doing, um, how long is this show going to be, all the questions are going to be answered, um, then we'll stop by at the end and give you some rays, but also, not last, not least, Radio John Decker, Ew. held the R's for you there. Yeah, so you held that a little longer this time. Yeah, I got to change it up every now and then. Yeah, considering I have the one name. Yeah, how are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm. This is gonna be a weird show. I already feel like it. It's gonna be a weird show. Why is that? A lot of stuffs happened. Yeah, a lot of stuff has happened. Yeah. Um, but how are you feeling? Feeling good? I'm feeling pretty good. Good. Can't complain. <laughs> not, not yet. You gotta, you gotta watch. Wait thirty seconds. You'll be complaining real fast. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, because you guys want the good news or the bad news first? Good news. You want the good news? Let's hear it. Johnny, good news. Sure. Good news is Nick Paul uh, re-signed with Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, seven years, $3.15 million cap hits every single one of those seven years. And you can't restructure contracts in the uh, in the uh, NHL. NHL. Thank you. I almost said NFL and NBA, and I finally <laughs> got to it. Uh, but Nick Paul, everyone wanted him. Everyone in this county, everyone in this region wanted Nick Paul signed. Some say Pilat over Nick Paul is more important. Well, that might be true, and I'm one of those believers where it is. But Nick Paul's a lightning. He's a bolt for seven years at $3.15 million. Johnny Boy. And loves him some Champa Bay. Johnny, is that good news? Oh, it's very good news. All right. Well, he wants to be here. He loves it here. He Just in his interview, like right after he signs, he comes out and he talks about how like just the fans have been – just so, so much to him, you know, like how we've all come up, we've embraced him, like, you know, just like, hey, we appreciate what you did this season coming in for us. Like, I get goosebumps talking about it because we were talking about it when he came in, like, man, are we going to be able to keep this guy? This guy could go get whatever he wants. Yeah, what was his nickname that we gave him? Nick Wayne Gretzky Paul. That's a pretty good nickname. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good nickname. Uh, the great one, Nick Paul. Uh, but he definitely performed. Down there a little bit. Yeah, right. <laughs> the, he, he definitely performed well. And deserve this contract, getting uh, a slight increase, but a big increase in NHL money. Um, and I'm, that, this is good news. I am thrilled uh, as well to have Nick Paul. But at what cost, right? At what cost, gems? Nick Paul contract. Think it's good. Bad news. Good news. Definitely good news. Uh, just hope that they're able to to bring back everyone that they're they're looking to. Uh, especially Palat, but looks like Plot and Ruda are the yeah. the other two that um, they're looking to re-sign and the two immediate um, ones, yes, that are that are up for the con- uh, up for contracts this year. And 
they're right up against the cap. So, uh, but we already have seen that there's more that could be done, moves that they they can make to, uh, you know, create some more cap space. So, well, I yeah. think it's cap friendly too as well. It's not it's not a, it's not a ton of money, but it's not little either. You know, it's like right there in the happy medium to keep us all happy and to go into the future and build up on. Absolutely. Speaking of cap friendly, Nick Paul, like I said, $3.15 million seven-year extension for our guest, quote-unquote extension, because he didn't go anywhere. Uh, he has no trade clause years one through four, limited no trade clause, which is essentially what Kalorn has right now, uh, pretty much a semi no trade clause, which is 16 teams you can't get traded to. You, you give the list to the organization. This is teams I do not want to go to, and they cannot trade you those teams. Okay, and then those are in years five through seven. So breakdown, only 750000 base this year, but the signing bonus was the money. Speaking of a no-trade clause, what? Oh, my God. You really want to oh – jeez, I mean, don't get me upset already. 3.4 for the signing bonus and Nick Paul. So all that we money – got to get to it. Absolutely. We're going to get to it next because, like I said, there was good news and then there was bad news. Which one you wanted first? You wanted the good news? Well, here's the bad news. At what cost? Ryan McDonough has been traded. Yes, I said that. Ryan McDonough. Ryan McDonough. Mack truck. Has been traded to Nashville to clear cap. To clear cap for those Lightning players, hopefully to be re-signed, and players that we will have to re-sign in the future, says Julian Brisebois. But, Gems, the McDonough trade, did it do its job? Well, it, it, it cleared up the cap room to to have the possibility of re signing everyone else. Um, just you know, they they need another guys on defense to step up in his place. But it seems like they they had to make a move like this in order to to try to keep the core and everyone together. And who do you think is honestly going to step up in his shadow? Uh, I think it's got to be uh, Sergachev. I think so too, Johnny. Who do you think? I mean, we've been talking about this for a while now that. If there's somebody who needed to step up, regardless of the McDonough trade or not, who needed to step up on defense to kind of take that next step, it's it's been Sergachev. But you know what the greatest part about that is? What is it? My guy just turned 24. He is. He's 24 years old. He just it, turned 24. Just excuse me. <laughs> just turned. Got two turned to 20, turnt, 23. Turned. Turned. To 20. Yeah, exactly. So uh, he commands 5.8 percent of the cap space in Tampa Bay Lightning right now on the roster. Uh, he's getting paid 4.8 million dollars. He M Mikhail Sergachev is up for. Uh, a contract next year, and that's where I think the McDonough, like Gems was saying, the McDonough trade this year because he opens up six point seven five million dollars for the next four years. What about this year, Johnny? Well, it's only three years after this year because this would be the fourth. excuse me, yes, this would be the fourth. But this year it opens up four point two because in the trade for McDonough we had we to also pay for got Felipe. Uh -huh. uh, what's his last name? Uh, da, da, Felipe. Bay. Felipe. Yeah, we got Felipe. Uh, he's a defenseman. He's he's two point two five million. Felipe Myers. There Myers. it is. There Good it is. job, and Jabs. Some, and somebody named Mishmash. Grant Mish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that came <laughs> that came up from I think the AHL. Oh, uh, great. <laughs> but he's he's more of a more or less a prospect. But Felipe Myers is the one that we're paying two point two five, which then leaves us with a four point two open cap. Four. Isn't it? Luckily, they so might. So now we're under we're we're under the cap again. We're under the cap. Four point two million. Are they going so to keep, so they they keep both of those guys, or are they going to possibly release? Well, I think Felipe is signed on for at least this year. They're going to be on the Lightning this year. It's just a command. There's a chance. Mismatch, maybe not. Well, there's a chance that we could buy out that contract, but the thing is, we would save six six hundred and twenty thousand this year. However, we would have to pay it in six hundred. There's a clause in in the contract that if we do cut them, that's six hundred and twenty thousand free more that we can spend this year, but we would have to pay. Two years from now. So, as I mean, what is it? This might as well eat the money now and not have to pay later. Whatever. Right? It makes the most sense. That's what J that's what Julian Breezebois, the Lightning general manager, also uh, mentioned that there's no signs of cutting him yet, right? Because we got to see how he performs in camp. Maybe our guys are better than him. You never know. The move was the free up cap space, right? Yes. and It did its job, in my opinion. And Johnny. That's, and that's only helped just with Sergachev. But, you know, we have these other guys who have other contracts coming well, up. Well, let's talk about the right now because I'll get into the future of what's next for the Lightning because that's what's probably, probably going to take up the most of this segment because there's a lot to talk about there. But the immediate future, had, or excuse me, the, the immediate, like, that could happen any minute now, Palat 
needs to be signed. Ruda needs to be signed. Who do you think is the next person to get signed, Johnny? I mean, I guess it ultimately decides which direction Julian Breeze Ball is trying to go. If he feels that he can get Ruda at a cheaper deal, I think Ruda's going to get signed first only because he wants to see what kind of money he has to play with and can work around and possibly sign on Palat and try to give him his fair wage. Maybe it calls for a killer trade. Mm. You really want to bring that up? I don't want to go there either, but I was screaming killer before McDonough and then McDonough I'm going out. to bat for Alex Kalorn. Oh, I'm going to bat for him. Oh, man. I, I really am. Uh, I don't care. I mean, it is a big deal that he scored no goals in the playoffs this year. It is a pretty big deal. Uh, pretty eye-opening, eye especially when you're getting paid $4.45 million and are a free agent next year, uh, which why people are saying he could be tradable um, and is a big contract to get off the cap, uncap-friendly uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. But I back this guy. I think he does stuff the same thing as Palat, maybe not as good, but he does things that don't show up on, this, on the stat sheet, uh, like killing penalties. Right, sacrificing your body, throwing checks left and right, forward checking, getting those nasty goals that when you see a Kaloran goal, you know it's one. And I just think he's he is getting old. He's 32 years old, uh, but Alex Kaloran is an essential piece of this team. And I think that even if he does leave next year, or we don't resign him next year, right? Or maybe he even takes a pay cut next year. Maybe he signs an extension like Maroon, like he wants to be here. So and take to, almost nothing? Uh, maybe not nothing, but I definitely think more of his market uh, for a player of that caliber, which could be more with the salary cap increasing. Gems. So do you think there's any chance that they could re-sign both Palat and Ruda without having to trade anyone else away? Here, Let me tell you something. I think there's more of a chance that we don't sign either one of them than we sign both of them. Really? I feel like Palat. That's a hot take. How about that? Danny, hook, up, hook your boy up. Please. I could see them letting Ruda go. Now, the Palat thing, I don't know if they'd be happy or sad about it, but like I said, it all, I guess it all just depends on which direction Julian Breezewall is going. Uh, I get the feeling he has to come back. I, I, I feel like who? I, I, I just Palat. I don't, Palat. I don't see him leaving. I, Palat's all, we get it. He's only been coached by one coach his whole life, right? He's only played for one team his whole life, right? And the thing is, that matters in hockey. Because why would you? You already have your rings. It's not like you're going to go somewhere else and be in a better situation to win. Why not? And also, just take a couple million dollars less. But that's one thing for me to say it. He has a family to think about. And plus, it opens up to now, if they do that, now he has some money to go get a forward if we need one. Go get one in free agency. Possibly. There's guys out there. If we get, if we trade Alex Kalorn as well as McDonough, oh, no, I'm saying, you I'm, better make no, I'm, sure. I'm saying as far as backing your statement up is. Ruda being gone, okay. and then Palat being gone. We would have that to go get it forward. Up, that would open we have to go money. get it forward. That would open the money up, though, to do it. And that would be something to talk about, but hopefully that does not happen, and hopefully the Lightning sign Palat and Ruda the immediate because Lord knows um, a big part of that McDonough trade were you know future signings, like Julian Breezeball, general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning, said, uh, because next year not only do you have to pay Alex Kalorn, um, you have to pay Anthony Sorelli. You have to pay Ross Colton. My voice just cracked because <laughs> I was trying to be Ross Colton because his voice cracks and he's so young. Uh, Mikhail Sergachev, Eric Chernak, and Calfoot. And also Felipe Myers, like Johnny was mentioning. But we got him in a trade. We'll see how good he is. We'll see how good he is. Uh, but he's a right-handed defenseman. And Lord knows we love those. Uh, but... There's a lot to there's a lot to do. Uh, Cal Foot's getting paid not even a million eight hundred fifty thousand. Felipe Myers, who we just got in the McDonough trade for the Lightning, uh, I keep saying we keep messing up, Johnny. Uh, Two point five five million. Uh, Chernak, jeez Louise, Chernak two point nine right now. That's gonna go up. Mikhail Sergachev four point eight. That's gonna go up. <laughs> this is incredible. Ross Colton one point one point one three. That's going to go up. Breezebra did, did say that 
that with this trade, uh, he said it, he, he hopes that this allows them to secure the rights of Sorelli, Sergachev, and, and Chernak for years to what, come. What were they? Sorelli? Sorelli, Sergachev, and, and Chernak. The good news is with Ross Colon and Anthony Sorelli, they are restricted free agents, meaning the Tampa Bay Lightning can match any offer that's put on the table. But the thing is, that's good for the players because Tampa can't match an $8 million deal. So if someone pays money for Anthony Sorelli, or pays him like six million dollars, six point five million dollars. That's going to be a big deal for Tony Sorelli. Six point five. He would be he would be the fourth highest paid forward on our team. Is he is he playing like it? Maybe not right now, but he's also on a different line. He, he is line, shut down. He is not shut down. The line he's on is bad, but put him within the likes of somebody like, you know, Nick Paul. See, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Probably by me asking you this, is Anthony Sorelli or is Ross Colton younger? Ross Colton's younger. Okay, what do you think? Gems. Is Ross Colton or Anthony Sorelli younger? Yeah, I thought Colton. Thought Colton? Colton, Ross Colton is twenty five years old. Tony Sorelli's twenty four. Oh my wow. god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Tony Sorelli is the way to go, even if you have to give him Ross Colton's money because Anthony Sorelli is way better than Ross Colton. You know it. We know it. Ross Colton knows it. Love, love BDD. Ross Colton, great guy. Met him in person. But come on, come on, lad. This is this isn't this is just a business. And that's why we traded. That's why we traded Ryan McDonough to make decisions like this. Because honestly, Sergachev has to get re-signed next year. Chernak has to get re-signed next year, and Calfoot. I think Sergachev, Chernak, Sorelli, three. You have to pay. You have to pay. And then Ross comes in at fourth. And then if Killer wants to take a team-friendly deal, do it. You're un- He's unrestricted, though. So, And then Corey Perry comes off the book. There's a lot to look forward to um, in the Lightning front office. So, And I and I trust Julian Brisebois. I love it. I love it. But it was, a, it was a big deal for the Lightning. And also, a big deal to Gems is the NBA offseason. Yikes. Every yikes left and right. Yikes left and right. You touched on the Kevin Durant thing. Do you want to start there, pal? I I, I think that's where you got to start because I think going into it, we were getting ready for free agency to start the next day and uh Kevin Durant decided to th- start things off early, making his trade demand uh known and uh brought the request straight to to ownership there in uh Brooklyn and I didn't see it coming, especially with, uh, what was it, a day before that Kyrie opted back into his deal with the Nets. It, it kind of seemed like the Nets drama was some somehow coming to an end in some way. It seemed like Irving uh, opting back in was uh, going to you know, lead to him and Durant being together on the Nets going forward. And then all of a sudden, a day later, Durant announces his, his demand. So uh, that – that completely changed free agency. Teams that were looking at certain free agents now have to uh, decide whether they're going to put in a, a trade, um, you know, a trade request for Durant or Irving now. And uh, it's it's kind of the next, uh, I guess, uh, next kind of a chain of events that has to happen. You got to see if you got a shot to get Durant or Irving, and then uh, now teams are looking at what other free agents are left. But tons of deals that have happened already. Yeah. yeah, no, 100%. Johnny, you I bet Huge. you have it. Yeah. Give Huge me all the deals. give me all the max deals that are not the max deals, but the some of the deals that were off uh, agreements that were already made. I mean, Joker signed. How how big was that five, one? 5 years, 264 million. There it is. Bradley Beal signed a max contract 5 years, 251 million. He opted out at Washington. People thinking where was he going? People were thinking Miami, come home to Florida. However, he said, I just opted out to get more money and stay in Washington. Keep going. Yep. Uh, Devin Booker signed to stay with the Suns. Who's also in talks. Four years, $214 million. And what's it? Devin Booker is in talks maybe to get traded, but the Phoenix Suns shot that down real quick in the Kevin Durant sweepstakes. Yeah, with, with that contract extension. But I cannot wait to talk about the Kevin Durant sweepstakes. I'm ready. Speaking of the Suns, uh, DeAndre Ayton could get traded out of that. Absolutely, we're get, we'll we'll talk all about that in a second. Any uh, any more you got? PJ Tucker signed for th- he signed it wasn't a max deal, but he signed with the 76ers. Of course, 
Three years, $33 million. Is your boy Kyrie going to the Lakers yet? That seems to be kind of slowing down, which I kind of figured was going to happen. I don't know anybody in their right mind who would want to eat a contract of $47 million. I don't either, uh, especially if you're trying to contend like the Nets are saying. Uh, but Shams did report things have come to a standstill between the Nets and the Lakers. And I ultimately think the Lakers just want to not beat themselves, like negotiate against themselves like they did in Anthony Davis sweepstakes. John Morant signed five years, $193 million. It makes so much sense, though, when you think about it. Think about what, what they gave up for AD. Imagine if they had some of those. Like, you need to do all that. You're betting against yourself. Magic Johnson was an idiot, but keep going. Carl, Carl Anthony Towns, cat. <laughs> he signed for four years, $224 million. I heard James Harden's probably going to re-sign with the 76ers after opening out as well. Along yeah, with that, uh, Minnesota also uh, traded for Rudy Gobert. Yeah, which, uh, elephant in the room. Man, no one even mentioned that. That 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 was a crazy move. That uh, man Six didn't see that coming. Picks. No, and, that's uh, huge. Yo, know, huge haul for him. And uh, but it's it's I don't know, gonna be a, a, a weird fit. I don't. Know, I, I don't think so. I no, I shouldn't say weird fit, but uh, I, you got Carl Anthony Towns now. He'll be moving to four. Beautiful um, it, it, for it, him. It definitely like. They're gonna have a solid defensive team. No, no, I like. It. I just, I got. That's what I'm saying. I, I didn't see that coming. Like the Minnesota Timberwolves man. are better than the Los Angeles Lakers right now. Right now, they are better than they are. They are better than the Los I, Angeles Lakers. I, I like. They got. Maybe they got a great younger. young team. Carl, or, uh, Anthony Edwards is the truth. You're not. I, I go, think. You're not going down low. You got Carl Anthony Towns. You can put Gobert on Anthony Davis. Dude, that is huge for Carl uh, Anthony Towns. I miss Young Bron. Something that something that General Green told me: <laughs> always take the over on Carl Anthony Towns three point attempts in a night. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he he won the three point contest. He he was on fire for that night for sure. But uh, I I think in a way, I mean, he is a really good shooter. It almost seemed like he he fell in love with the three point shot a little bit too much, especially for his size. But I mean, he could hit him. But uh, it it does help him on the offensive side, I think. I mean, for sure, having you know go go bear go bear at five. Um, yeah. So, John, you got the details of the trade. Yeah. So the Minnesota Timberwolves got Rudy Gobert, one, one player. Okay. For Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, Wal- uh, Walker Kessler, Jared Vanderbilt, uh, Leonardo. So a whole Romero, bunch of no names and four first rounders. Give no me, names. give me Rudy, give me Rudy Gobert. Four first rounders. That's big. I, I'm Four surprised. But that's that's all going to be 27, 28, no 29. What do you mean? Patrick Beverly's on a no name. But, but it's Patrick Beverly. Would you rather have Rudy Gobert or Patrick Beverly and all those names and the and the draft picks? Well, I'm being honest. Who would you rather have? If you say the picks, I'm not going to call you an idiot. It, I mean, somebody I'd did have it. That. Yeah, somebody did it. I'm just <laughs> somebody agree with I'm you. I'm just surprised the GM, they, GM they and the Jazz to. agree with you. I'm surprised they had to give up that much for him to be this. That's a lot. No, no, it's not. I feel like I don't feel like did did the Lakers give up that much? And Anthony gave gave, they gave up Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, uh, four first. So it was three, and they kept Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, idiot. I mean, you say it's idiot now, but they won a title off it. Oh, even then, I was saying idiot. I wish they'd have kept Brandon Ingram. Well, Magic Johnson making up trades, man. If they'd have kept Brandon Ingram and got rid of Kyle uh, Kyle Kuzma, yeah, it'd have been over. No, because I don't think Brandon Ingram's type of player that was that was able to play with LeBron. He wasn't able to play with LeBron. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. So anyway, they had a lot of young talent that that would have been interesting to see how they would have played with LeBron if that AD trade didn't go down. And I mean, they got the one total out of it for sure. So I mean, yeah, it got what they wanted. uh, Everybody's pissed. Yeah, of course. And I would trade. I would trade Anthony Davis and and uh, Russell Westbrook and a bunch of first round picks and a bunch of other players for Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. But that's another t- that's another trade for another day. Do you know how disgusting that would be? Oh yeah, Richard Jefferson said he would retire from uh, the show if that yeah, happened. Yeah. So, but from one trade to the next, like I said, I'd go crazy. The Kevin Durant trade sweepstakes are underway, and uh, pretty much the whole league has called for Kevin Durant. Uh, called the Brooklyn Nets for Kevin Durant, and the best odds are the Phoenix Suns at plus two hundred uh, to land them. And you got to think of a package. And reportedly, what's been you know manifesting around ESPN and everywhere you look, uh, FS1, yada yada yada, uh, is Mikael Bridges, a sign and trade with DeAndre Ayton, and and in your first round picks. 
and that way you would match up Booker, Paul, and uh, KD and just say, go at it. And they still are deep. The Phoenix Suns are still deep, though. Uh, but that opens up some spaces. But the Suns are favored, plus 200 to land. Kevin Durant, also one of Kevin Durant's names on his wish list. One out of two. So it makes sense. It makes sense. Um, Gems, where in the world do you see Kevin Durant going? China? I, I think that, that would be the best fit. <laughs> I, I think if Phoenix could possibly pull it off where they could work a trade where they don't have to give up bridges, I think that would that would be just well, here's the thing. and the best fit. I think here's the thing. The Nets are asking price the, the asking price for Kevin Durant is an all star level player and several first round picks, and that's reported by Adrian Wojnarowski. I mean, would you consider? I mean, has Aiton got a all star yet? Would you? Would no, Aiton's still a free agent right now. I'm saying, would, would he be considered also level? I, I would definitely give up Aiton and and picks and and some other some other players if if needed, but I wouldn't want to give up Bridges. I think. You you are, they, they are the Phoenix Suns said no to Booker. That they said hell no, Max deal, Books a well, son. That, that makes sense. Absolutely. So I would need both of them. I want Bridges, who was finished second in the in the uh, defensive player of the year, or no, third in the defensive player of the year award, or whatever. And he's an Iron. He was man. a finalist. He was a finalist. And he's an Iron Man. Hasn't missed the game yet. There you go. Um, and also DeAndre Ayton, somebody to take over the center, even though they did just re-sign Claxton. But the the Brooklyn Nets did. But Johnny, where do you see Kevin Durant going? You ain't gonna like it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What? I can see him going to Boston. That that would be nice. I'm shocked. Why? Why? Because Boston is probably gonna be pissed from what happened this year, and Boston's gonna want to compete. And I think Boston will be willing to open up. If they really want to, I think they could open it up and do it. You're not getting rid of Tatum? Or you're not getting rid of Jalen? No, I'd, I'd keep Tatum. Probably get rid, get rid of Jalen Brown if that Jay- were the case. Get rid of Jalen? Well, that's huge, too. Malcolm Brogdon that is, now, is now a Boston Celtic as well. But you can't trade him yet. I'm just saying, man, I think I think Boston could come out of nowhere and take this. What if, I mean, Mark, they, it, would be, it would be Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown. It would be Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown. And four first rounders and picks. No, it wouldn't be four. It had to three. be two. They are trade partners before. Um, three. I don't know, but that's that's weird. I don't think they. I don't think they do. I think they just keep working on who they are, Boston, and they're the new Spurs, man. Just let them keep. Besides winning titles, just formula formulas everywhere, numerical numbers everywhere. Yeah, but that's not going to win them a title. J- Jalen Brown could be the best player that, if Jason Tatum played that could like be J- offered for him. If Jason Tatum lived up to his potential, I know he's a, he's a borderline superstar now, if not a superstar already. Jason Tatum maximizes his potential. I think the Boston I, Celtics might have a, might, might win a couple titles. But I think it could be the, the help from KD that could help push that. Well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and also Kevin Durant. But that, that was then, this is now. It is one of the uh, prior... Places that Kevin Durant was. See, he was expecting me to say the Lakers. No, I was expecting you to say Lakers. <laughs> and he just went absolutely to Boston. It's like Jesus Christ. Uh, but up at, at something, I could see him going to you know a couple places. I can see him going to Denver. I see him going to Miami too. I could see. I could see. I could see Miami. Yeah, yeah. I could. I could. Crazy as it seems, I can see the Lakers, but I don't think it's gonna happen. I think that's just. That's just. That would be. That's asinine. bizarre world. That would be asinine. It'd be bizarre world. I can see Kyrie going there, but I, I don't see I can't see Durant. I just can't picture that. You'd have that. to give up the whole team. I, man, I, I can Kyrie go to Lakers? I say Kyrie probably is playing uh, basketball. Here's the thing: no one's talking about Brooklyn Nets can say "fuck off," like you're both you opted in. We're not trading Kevin Durant. I th- man, I think they they want to don't move sleep on. on him. Don't sleep on Brooklyn. I, I think they want to move on from from both. Of them. I think obviously, but I'm just saying like. We're, we're, we we all can come up with hypotheticals, but what what's the real thing right well, now? I was say, Who hypoth- controls them? Well, maybe hypothetical. Who controls them? Maybe hypothetical. Then it's, Brooklyn does. Then Brooklyn says what you just said. Fuck off, Sean get, Marks. But gets rid of Kyrie. Finds a way to dump that off. That would be a then, buyout. Why would you then? But see, here's the thing. I think the domino that has to fall is Kevin Durant. If you're going to do anything, if Kevin Durant doesn't do anything, uh, if, the, if if you're not trading Kevin Durant, then how can you get rid of Kyrie? 
You see what I'm saying? That's the first domino to fall. Kind of like. But then you keep then you keep Durant. <sighs> there's there's a lot to think I, I about. I think they're just weighing weighing all the offers. That I know at least like within the first few hours or so, they said at least 15 teams made an offer. So I think like basically yeah. the whole the whole league is. There's a lot of talk for Toronto. At least too. put in some sort of offer for Kevin Durant. Well, if you think about it, Bro- you can't between <laughs> Brooklyn and the Lakers, it's only a $10 million swing for, wow. Ky- for Kyrie and Russell. If you're a GM in the NBA and you haven't made an offer for Kevin Durant, you should be fired. <laughs> like, what about a hypo- what, what about what a hypothetical? Team wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, every just fax him the paper. If it's good, he'll he'll send you an uh, email. Even if you feel stupid. Here's a here's some uh, here's something that was wrote on the sport uh or excuse me the sport, the score uh is Twitter. Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez, and a couple first-round picks from Milwaukee. Oh, my God. To put Giannis and KD together? <sighs> that Man. would be disgusting. And Drew Holiday. Man, yeah, that, that's pop- – I mean, there's there's going to be some big-name players that are going to be offered Bro, for it's him. Kevin Durant. He's the best player in the NBA when healthy. You know, I mean, it's it's obviously, I think, a minimum, what, minimal three, probably four first-round picks, and then whatever package of – one or two see, star see, players he could get. I don't see Kevin Durant getting traded anytime soon. That being said, we'll probably end the show. He'll get traded. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and, but odds. All right, you're f- if you had to bet money on it, where do you think Kevin Durant goes? J- J- Nikki Gems. Oh man, um, I I th- I think it will be Phoenix. But I mean, Miami Miami was was really uh, making a lot of noise the first few days that the story was out, but. Uh, I don't know. I, I think Miami. I I don't know if he fits in <laughs> the exact. You would have to give up exactly Duncan. You can't, but they can't get. Here's the thing: Bam Adebayo what can't be in that trade because right, right. the Ben Simmons rookie re- exception or whatever the five year thing that Wojnowski was yelling and spouting about and fixing his glasses. And then, and about. then what, what would they have with with whatever players they have to give up for? You know Durant. They would have. You know, Durant and Jimmy Butler and, and who else would be left on that team? Would they even be, you know, a contender? Yeah, well, I, I mean, mean he, probably, what, Hero, Duncan Robinson. Um, but, I mean, those are probably some of the guys Bam. that they got to trade. You know yeah, I mean? and then the first-round picks. I see, at Miami, I don't think Miami works either. I, if, if they take Miami. Phoenix, is, Phoenix just makes sense, it seems like, for I think Miami would fit. be willing to lose a couple of those other guys. Keep Bam and Jimmy. Well, you have to keep Bam because you can't trade him to Brooklyn because Ben Simmons is there. Well, yeah. Because of like this, like but anyway, writing an NBA rule book. It's weird. Anyway, I don't care. It's weird. But uh, I think Miami could be doing it. But I, I'm still, I'm still willing to, to pull the trigger on Boston. I think there's gonna be like a four team trade, three team trade. ESPN put out something like that. But I, I don't, I don't think those teams will be involved. However. I do think somehow, some way, it's gonna it's gonna work out really well for Brooklyn because we're not gonna do anybody favors because ultimately Brooklyn has control of Kyrie for this year and Kevin Durant for the next four. So that being said, what if this is all a schmear to see who Kyrie really was, and he already wants out, he's already bailing. First thing goes wrong, he ain't a warrior, quote unquote. And that's another thing people are talking about. Well, Kyrie didn't ask for a trade yet, officially, did he? It's pretty no. It's it's been said that if Kevin, you're trading Kevin Durant, I want out too. Right, right, right. I mean, that's it's expected for sure. But um, yeah, hey, Kevin Durant to Golden State? Nah, maybe maybe next show, right? Maybe nah. I feel like I said the same thing about him signing there. Call him a bitch times two. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I but yeah, I agree with you. (laughs) I agree with you. Yeah, I, I think that ship has sailed, and uh, man, it's gonna be gonna be crazy. And Kyrie too. I mean, both of them. It could be the next day, next week. We don't know. But, nah, uh, it can't happen, right? Nah, it's gonna be wild. All right. Well, I I definitely think the that only way I see Kyrie going to L.A. is that the Nets decide to bite the bullet with Westbrook. Yeah, but. I don't see anybody in their right mind doing that. Can you imagine Ben Simmons and Westbrook on the same team? Kevin Durant would be <laughs> Kevin Durant would want to be out by Oh my goodness. Kevin Durant already wants to leave just thinking about it. Maybe is it a act- <sighs> you imagine if it's all a scam? It's all a sham. Wouldn't be the first time. I mean Brooklyn controls everything. That'd be it'd be so like uh, anticlimactic if uh it'd be so anticlimactic if 
uh, Brooklyn just said, we're not trading any of them. So they just, uh, yeah, completely like putting the pause on on free agency for all these other teams. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and eventually teams are going to drift off and drift off. And suddenly the the asking price is going to stay the same, but it's going to get better and better and better offers for Kevin Durant. If they even trade Kevin Durant. We're in a bizarro world here at the TB4 Leia and Nikki Gems' Leia. Uh, but we got a lot to talk about. Uh, we got the NFL offseason. Ten Sundays away from at Football Sunday. Uh, did you guys know that? Yep. Big news. Uh, we also got a little NCAA news. We're coming up on the college football. Johnny's favorite time of the year. Um, and also. What are you talking about? The NFL is just as good. <laughs> also, MLB. Uh, we got the Rays, Yankees. Rays getting a new stadium finally? Go Gators. <laughs> TV4, it's halftime. See you at the top. Welcome back to the TB4 Sports Show. Second half of the show. Probably the one everyone listens to, honestly. Yeah, you never know. Uh, but, of course, we've got the NFL coming up. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. NFL coming up. NCAA and the MLB. Of course, we're going to talk about the Rays and the Yankees like we do all the time. But we got some new news. New news. That new news. Um, like I said before the break, 10 Sundays away from football Sunday. Gives you great, gives you goosebumps. Um, but Watson update, Watson update, Johnny Dateline music. Ruling not expected until next week. We've been following it. What are we doing here? It's it, it's a little too quiet in my opinion. But gems, a little too quiet. A little too quiet. Really, yeah, it really has it, been. Really, no no new news in the last uh, five or six days, and. Uh, waiting on the results of the, the hearings. There's no timetable still at this time. And, uh, yeah, kind of <laughs> kind of really ready as far as NFL news goes to to move on from this and to finally uh, hear what the, the punishment is going to be and um, wonder who the Browns quarterback is going to be come training camp in week one. And along with that, whether Baker Mayfield – Oh, and there's the other thing we've been keeping track of. <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Johnny, you're the big Baker guy here. See where he falls next here. Where is, what, what is, what's going to happen, brother? Because what makes the most sense to you? Well, from what I've heard. Mm, what have you heard? If, remember Deshaun, to, if Deshaun doesn't get to play this year, that Jacoby Brissett's next up to start. They're That's not, right. They're not worried about Baker. Yeah, but you imagine. Listen, I but think jobs the, are on the line here. To be honest, I think the longer this goes, jobs are on the line. But also, the smoke that they're giving you is uh, apparently this whole time that we've been hearing that Seattle is apparently interested in Baker and apparently really, really close to a deal. But come to find out today, they're not even close. No, I ultimately. This is the way it's shaping up, and this there is how has the been no interest. this is how the narrative the narrative is playing right now. Uh, the narrative is Baker Mayfield's going to start day one, week one for the Browns. That's the way this is looking right now. This is, the, is, uh, is it? Is it? I mean, last week I was telling you he was. I think so too, because the longer this goes, you got to think 
Watson's probably going to be suspended for a year. Did you really bring in Jacoby Brissett to win you six games? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, did you really bring in a Or are you going to say, hey, or are you going to try to reconcile and try to, you know, get back with your ex that, you know, was great in the sack, but other than that, really not not that good? <laughs> Follow that one, Gems. <laughs> hey, I, I'm surprised that other teams aren't aren't trying to get Baker, honestly. I, I feel like he's an upgrade over a lot of other other teams' quarterback situations. Carolina's one that we keep bringing up, and they – just seems like, um, you know, I'm surprised he's got not getting another shot right now from another team. But um, I, I kind of thought the bridge was burned between him and Cleveland. But if that's a, I guess last chance, last, uh, you know, case for him to be a potential starter week one. Obviously, I think he should jump at that chance. But I thought that that bridge had been burned. So I, I didn't even think that was a possibility. But bridges burn. You, ne- you never turn. You live and learn, Je- Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, speak to him. <laughs> right now, what the per, what is the percent, the percent that Baker Mayfield starts Week One for the Cleveland Browns in the 2022 NFL season? One, one percent, one percent. Um, and why is that? Why do you just? I'm I'm pretty sure the Browns are done with him. Uh, yeah, you, you can't look back, right? Like I why think, go I at the same time? To, to it would look bad dead. on both sides. I mean, I understand. Like I did was saying last week. Yeah, I think if Baker does get the chance to play, go ahead play. But I think it, it's going to look bad for both sides if somehow, some way, all this, you know, belittling each other, so to speak, back and forth through the whole off season, and then now this man's supposed to lead your team. I mean, like. That just looks bad. Yeah, I'm totally with you on that. I I think it, it it's hard to go back after you've kind of chosen to move on already from him. So you can't really <clears throat> expect the team to have faith in him at this point. But but yeah, that maybe they're just just maybe they have been getting offers for him. Who knows what really is going on behind behind doors? Maybe they're waiting for the right offer to to get rid of Baker. But. Just, just surprised that Carolina, or another team, hasn't put in an offer yet, I mean, offering yet for him. It goes any much, it goes any longer. Which maybe they are just waiting to see what happens with the Deshaun Watson case. Maybe his percentage goes up from one to maybe twenty. At that point, if he if he does get suspended for a full year, that's Deshaun Watson. Um. But right now, I don't think Baker plays at all for Cleveland. I told you guys how it's and, gonna go, and the way it's looking. Baker might not play at all this year. I got. I'm trying to freaking say this, man. I'm trying to say it. I think that Watson's gone for a year. Baker plays well for the Browns. Signs an extension. They void the contract for Watson. It'd be the typical Browns thing to do. I don't see that happening. I don't, it's a, obviously it's I like a point zero one percent chance of happening. But can't you see it happening? I can Garbage see him, fire. Yeah, I can see him <laughs> that, popping off, but I don't see them voiding the contract with Deshaun Watson. This is a swan song. So this is this is Baker Mayfield. Also coming back, it fixes Baker Mayfield's character problems, yes. right? For him, it does. Yes. But for the organization, it still looks bad. Well, not for the organization if they own up to saying, "Hey, we mishandled this." Let's. Uh, now, if Baker comes out and walks back everything that he said about this, I mean, does it hurt him or does it help his character? But here, here's the thing: it's going to be best for your character, and it's also going to be best for you as a quarterback because you want to go to Seattle and play quarterback right now. I don't. Hell you want to no. go to Carolina and play quarterback right now? Hell no. no. You want to go anywhere else besides where you've been for the past five years? If you can, because. Probably if you don't go into any bad team, you're probably not going to start anyway. You're just going to compete, and you have to compete. Where in this case, if Watson gets suspended for a year, guess what? You have an option to pl- you have an option to start, and for a team you you know the play you know the playbook, 100 percent, right? You might not have the ability that Deshaun Watson has. Well, who knows what ha- Watson has? We haven't seen him in a year, and probably he's going to be two. Baker Mayfield can fix his character issues. By say, by saying, okay, let's do this, and then he goes on and becomes a average quarterback at best, I guess. But the one thing is, Cleveland Browns control him, and they picked up his option. And this reminds me of what we talked about earlier with how Brooklyn picked up Kyrie's option. They could do what they want with them; they control him. No, Kyrie opted in exactly, and they the Browns picked up uh, Baker Mayfield's fifth year option. Yes. Options picked up. So they have control. 
let him, let's let's see what happens. I'm I'm all I'm going for. It. I mean, it's the better storyline, right? It's the yeah, better storyline. No, Baker be Baker week sure. one. Baker week awesome. one. Brown starter. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, I can see that happening. But Johnny gave it a one percent chance, and I mean, but that's a that's as of right now. I'm going. I'm going six percent chance. Ha 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 ha! All right. Anyway, but another big thing uh, that's the AFC North news. Uh, I guess not really a big thing, but in this case, I guess because receivers are really big in today's day and age. Uh, the Steelers said they won't pay Deontay Johnson twenty million dollars a year. Is that is that smart or not smart, Johnny? And Steeler fans act like they're shocked that they're not going to do this. Uh, are they? You shouldn't be. How is one of the most uh, best franchises in NFL history reacting to them not wanting to pay a receiver? If you're a true, if you're a Steeler and you know about Steeler Nation, I mean, everybody can argue with me. Everybody can tell me I'm wrong, but it, the proof's in the pudding, man. Look at it. They're not. They were never going to spend money on running backs, especially in the last five, ten years. Yeah, they might invest a little more time in Najee, but they don't ever invest into the guys all the time on offense. I agree because you do have the. By the way, fun fact: the Steelers have the number one most paid defense, defense in the league, and it's I think it's by uh, it's by double digits too, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think it's like ten or twelve million. Well, no, you, you might as well because you're going to need it this year. Um, but d- gems, they don't ever buy offense; they always buy their defense. Gems, Kirk's making twenty one million dollars a year. Cooper Cup's making twenty six, right? Or cheaper than that, geez, cheaper than that because he took a deal. But you got to think, Godwin's making twenty million. Is Godwin better than Deontay Johnson? Yes. Is Deontay Johnson better than Mike Williams? No. Why isn't he getting paid as much as him then? Mike, I said he's not exactly. But then Deontay Johnson would have to get paid twenty million dollars because you're saying he's better than Mike Williams, right? No, I'm saying Mike Williams is better than. Oh, oh I'm so sorry, Johnny. That's my that's my fault. Uh, but no, I think twenty million dollars for Deontay Johnson. What's the no. one? What's the one thing that the Steelers always seem to have over the past couple of years? Or it's been a few years. Receivers, right? They just always, they always have receivers. They always, always have a running draft back. Great ones. They drafted one this year, Johnny. They always had running backs. They were never going to really worry about it. Oh, we we need a running back. Okay, fine. We're going to go get one. Seems like it just kind of falls in their lap. You know, James Conner fell in their lap for a little while. After Le'Veon left. Yeah, I mean, and now then they, we have Najee, and they got re- they didn't resign him because. Guess what happened? They drafted Najee Harris, and we know what happens with that. Offense, same way the receivers. A.B. was a head case. You know, we gave him a little bit of money, but then we still sent him on his way because that needed to happen. There's a, there's a, there's a but reason. But we don't ever. Yeah. Plexico Burris, we give it up. You know, we don't. It doesn't matter, man. There's there's so many receivers we've had that we just, it, it's fine. Okay, go ahead. Go somewhere else. We don't need to pay you. We'll, we'll invest in our line, the defense. And then from there, we'll pick and choose where we need to go. First, it was Ben. And then you started doing a couple other pieces, and then you didn't really have to do anything else. What percent do you think that uh, Pittsburgh Steelers have to win the AFC North? I mean, it's a tough division for sure. I'm ask- yeah, I'm asking Johnny. What percent? Mm. First one that came to your head? 40. 40? Okay. Yeah, I see that's right in the ballpark. I definitely think Baltimore's... Uh, my favorite, uh, regardless. I don't think this Cleveland thing is good for the team psyche. I think that's huge to have in football. I think IQ, IQ points. Cincinnati. IQ points. I think so. Once Cincinnati. Again, I think they. I think Joe. they fall back. I think they fall back this year. No way. I mean, what, what are the, what do the signs say? They got a better line. They got better, right? The signings, the draft. They got I think, better. I think they should be better. Yeah. They got better. However, Jamar Chase. We know how a freak talent this man is. We got tape on the full offense now. All you did was have better alignment. You gave Joe Burrow more time. Okay, let's see what happens. Is Joe Mixon going to be a bigger part of the offense now? Are they going to? Are teams going to back off and Mixon's going to go wild? There's a lot of there's a lot of questions there. But it, with the offensive firepower that the Bengals have, absolutely. But I think it's Baltimore. I just I ultimately think that that defense they made that defense to stop Cincinnati and their offense. So but can I, it? Exactly. Can it? We'll see. Can we'll, that offense keep up? We'll we'll see. Lamar Jackson is an MVP after all, right? And I'm not going to sleep on Pittsburgh's offense just yet, just because everybody wants to write Mitch Trubisky off. Whoever writes him off, you might want to look out. Yeah, don't write off Mitch the tits. He's I'm not, not, I'm not, not trying to hype him up that saying he's going to be, you know, he's not going to come out and play Aaron Rodgers type numbers this year. 
But I'm just saying he's going to come out and he's going to compete. He's going to do what he needs to do with the ball. You know, he's not going to need to throw the ball. We're trying to avoid having to have him win games. You start having Mitch Trubisky put in a position where he has to win you games every week, Pittsburgh will not win football. But if you can take it out of his hands sometimes and keep it even, balanced, run, pass, play action, the Pittsburgh Steelers might shock a lot of people this year. Yeah, it's not I'm a, not saying Super Bowl. That's just playing Steelers football. That's yeah. just playing typical uh, classic Pittsburgh Steelers football. Uh, but the AFC North is definitely going to be a nice division to watch. Also the um, also the AFC West. That's going to be the AFC's loaded, uh, and I can't wait to see yeah, it all. I, I can't wait to see them all kick each other's ass. It's going to be awesome. Uh, but people that are going to kick each other's it's ass is uh, UCLA and USC going to the Big Ten. I think they're going to get their ass kicked. Uh, <laughs> no, it's going to be more I like know. Frozen. Yeah, well, uh, so if you haven't, if you've been watching the news, the NCAA are in the news again. This case for the Pac-12 going to the Pac-10, two teams, UCLA and the U- USC Trojans, UCLA Bruins, U- USC Trojans. Say that ten times fast. Uh, they're going to the Big Ten starting in 2024. Oh, so thanks. now that everyone is getting their recruiting trips going, uh, this is big for USC. Um, also, also, actually, we'll wait for that. We'll be a teaser. Um, is this big news? Is this Big Ten news? <laughs> is this big news, or is it just like a, something to shrug your shoulders at? Take it away. I mean, it, it's a, it sounds like there's it's a a sign of, of more changes to come, and the NCAA seems like the the big conferences really have all the power, and NCAA really is, doesn't seem like it has much power of power its own five. anymore. Which is which? Because uh, want to know why? There's not someone that governs it. Exactly. There's not yeah, someone that there's not someone that you can say oh it's like a Roger Goodell type person. And that's why it's going to come down yep. to two. It's going to come down to two conferences eventually, and then just they're just going to throw it all out there, and it'll eventually be divisions, and it'll just be like the NFL. Now that's being monetized and whatnot. Why not? Why not? A lot, a lot no of, cap either. A lot of no talk cap. initially. So you're going to have two leagues going to two four divisions within each league. Well, yeah. Well, I also say this because the Pac-12 is now the Pac-6 because Arizona, ASU, Colorado, Oregon, Utah, yep. and the Washington Huskies are in deep discussions to join the Big 12, which is the one in the South with Texas. Or no, excuse me, Texas going to the SEC, and so Oklahoma it, going to SEC. Okay, well, I guess the I guess the Big Twelve had to do something, right? Well, I wouldn't be surprised if the SEC gets ready to add two more schools. I think in the next four years, you're going to see probably four. You're going to see no. This I think you're going to see the SEC at twenty schools. I definitely think these uh, the UCLA and the USC move were definitely to match uh, the SEC's move with Texas and uh, what were the other, what was the other team, Johnny? Oklahoma. Oklahoma, excuse me. A lot of people are assuming right away that it's going to go to two conferences, but I wonder how you know, we're going to see how it's it going. It's leading that way. Well, no, I, I think mean, it's going to be more like. What about ACC, ACC and there's other. Well, the Big Ten had the alliance with the ACC, but the Big Ten basically said, screw you. We know what's best for business. ACC is up to what? I think, I think like eight, 16 but the or Big 18 Ten's, teams but, now. But let's, let's face it. It's they the could SC, be added more. It's the SEC. It's the SEC drop down five notches. Okay, maybe seven notches. And then there's the Big Ten. Like, let's not fool ourselves here. Okay? Let's not fool ourselves. There's Ohio State, who's a powerhouse. Well, this and then there's also Michi- be Michigan, who just had one good year that they finally beat Ohio State, and everyone's like, oh, they're back. Let's see Let's see what happens this year, too. Uh, we always got to, um, as my man, my man, as Colin Coward always says, the fake idea of college football in Iowa where offensive linemen and tight ends breed, right? Tristan Worms. Yeah, the state. The obvious. It's it's for all sports, obviously. Yes, but, all I mean, sports. Football, football is like the money maker. Obviously. But I mean, ACC basketball, and, and a lot of teams like you know, yeah, basketball. But you can still and other align. Teams, they're not just going to go away. No, well, but so, you I can mean, still realign conferences within sports and not mess with other sports. Like there's some basketball teams that are in separate conferences from football teams. Like I think right now USF, some of their teams aren't even. They're not all part of the. You same brought conference. up USF in this. I'm just saying because it's an easier school to talk about. They Florida, Florida, everything's in the SEC. USF, Why would I mention that? USF can't even win a game. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm, what I'm saying is, why would I mention Florida? Everything for Florida is in the SEC. Well, that's big money. Football, basketball, baseball. Yeah, everything's in the SEC. Well, so what I worry about? Which it? brings me to this. I think next their point. hockey's even something different. Though. Which brings me to this next point. Notre Dame is in talks to join. If they were going to join anyone, they would join the Big Ten. Okay, cool. Well, that is it because all their stuff's in the ACC. Yeah, we'll we'll take Clemson. Well, the SEC that would be gnarly if Clemson was in the SEC. I don't think that I think they would lose recruits. 
No. I don't get know. More. South Carolina? Being in the same uh, – yeah, yeah, with the same one in, with Alabama. Now you're in the, the Supreme Conference. But then, like, <clears throat> where would the – Very true, Johnny. Very true. The, you you know, got me there. You, you pick, like, Clemson and a few of the top teams from the ACC to, to go. Where do you see the, the rest of the conference going? I mean, I think you split them maybe depending on where they're at or they just choose kind of choose where they want to go. Big 10 or SEC? Probably Big 10 or, pa- or Big 12. I think SEC, the Pac-12 fizzles out, SEC, especially if these six teams move. SEC, I think, would be the first one to go into divisions because I know there was like the scheduling problems of the Big 10. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, come on, dude. You're, these people are getting paid to play, but I'll definitely tell you what. If you're going to – if you're – I mean, do you yeah, mean? Just adapt the SEC you gotta, schedule. The, the travel. SEC doesn't play everybody every year. Adapt what the SEC does. You have your your main five or you may, you pick your main four or five teams you play every year, and then you cycle out your teams you play every other year. LSU sometimes get, or no, LSU is played every year, but uh, Auburn gets cycled around. We don't play Alabama in the regular season all the time. We cycle them around. Um, Missouri, Missouri, we play every year. Who's we? The Gators. There you go. But no, I'm talking about the Big Ten. I when, know what you're when, talking about. You imagine. Um, USC. What I'm saying is they could adapt the same thing instead Reddick. of worrying about playing all ten teams all year. Okay, I'm thinking of, some of them. Around. I'm thinking it might be bad for the students, but obviously they're there for three years. Why are they not getting an education? Right. Look at this Saturday. Right. Fly into Michigan to play Michigan State. It's snowing. They can't get out until Monday morning. Sucks to suck. Not going to class on Monday. You know not going to class into. on Tuesday. You go to online classes. <laughs> Right, I mean, co- oh, there's COVID tally. There's another one. Jeez, but that's what that has helped us with. Yeah, no, having that. I bet you the students are like, "Oh, well, we got to get an education," but they don't really care. They don't care. They don't care. Well, they're probably paying somebody else to do it for them. They're getting paid to go to play football because of their name, image, and likeness. They don't care about going to class. The starting quarterback for Miami or whatever, or the one of the, the recruits. recruits. Making nine point five million dollars, Rashada, Rashoda, whatever his name is. What's that kid ever done besides throw a football around? It makes you think, right? What the hell was I doing as a kid? Uh, but that's big news. We'll see what happens. Um, the SEC, the Big Ten, uh, the Pack, the Pack Zero. By the time we do another show at this point, um, but something that's not going away um, is is the New York Yankees keep winning and the Rays are staying average. Uh, we're seeing up and down play uh, from the Rays. But the one constant is uh, Shane, good old McClanahan. Well, I think I think with the Rays, the last few games that I've somewhat been paying attention to them, it's starting to come around all-star break to watch them all. But uh, the uh, the Rays, they're um, they're playing some tough opponents right now. Yeah. Like, they just they just had to deal with the Yankees again. Uh, they're playing – they just played Toronto, and now they're dealing with the Red Sox. So, I mean – the AL East has never been easy. Whoever the hell thought that it was going to be easy, no matter what year it is, it's never going to be easy playing the AL East. I don't give a damn how good or how trashy these teams might be. And the fact that we're all good again, we're all good, the O's better uh, find something to drink because the, they're going to be at the bottom <laughs> yeah. of the barrel for a long time. They're, 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 they're not even that bad. They're yeah, not even they're that bad. Too. <laughs> they're not the Orioles are the Orioles were last last the show. Oreos, we did. you said it right. Yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> I, I I always I love Orioles, but the Orioles um, are what six games under five hundred right now. Um, uh, seven now, but seven now. There you go. Got, got a lot of good young players, and uh, they're definitely turning things around. So I mean, even the hit me up after the All Star break. <laughs> Johnny's <laughs> been saying it for a month now. Hit me up after the All Star break, and that time is coming soon. The All Star break is coming up in about two weeks. Um, and why Judd, is it so late this year? I, it's not late. It's always after uh, July fourth, so no, they get their so I, they can sell all their hats and stuff like that. Give it a two week break, and then it's the All Star Games. How it always is. It's right before August. It's the summer classic, right? Yeah. So of course, what what better than a dog day in July? But the the Blue Jays, uh, you took two or excuse me, you took three out of four. No, geez, Louise, Eva had a good series with them, uh, but. The Blue Jays, I feel like, are a better team than the Rays. So that that's, that's a team that's always going to be ahead of you, I feel. Maybe in bad, but not in pitching. You think so? You th- well, Shane McClanahan, who might get the AL start, by the way. The hey, guess who's the manager? Who? Guess who's the manager of the AL team? I didn't see that one. Kevin Cash. Oh, God. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, how did he pull that? He's gonna do what's best for business. Hopefully, he doesn't say I'm gonna throw him out there. Well, the Kyle Schwarber show just keeps growing through. I don't know if you guys heard about this. Kyle Schwarber hit 13 home runs in the month of June. He just hit two home runs tonight back to back bats. Wow. <laughs> it's only three. Okay, so the Rays are playing the Red Sox now in Boston, and it's three three. Uh, top of the third, Rays are at bat. So uh, we'll keep you posted, obviously, on that one as well. It was 3-3. It was 3 nothing. just a second. Yeah, yesterday they lost to the Red Sox 4-0 and losing, like, precious games, in-division games in a tight division that 2-4 through four can is just split by a couple games. Um, so before yesterday, uh, July 3rd, uh, the Rays beat the Blue Jays 7-3. The sec- uh, Then Saturday, Rays beat the Blue Jays 11-5. Rays beat the Blue Jays on uh, doubleheader, too, 6-2. So... Divisional opponents coming up uh, for the or playing for the race, so that's good for them to get some wins under their belt. Sugar Shane's one out of the top for the leading win. Sugar Shane, he's this at nine. Guy. Yeah, so AL East roundup: Yankees fifty-eight to twenty-two. Fifty-eight yeah. twenty-two. He's still leading, first, leading the AL East. The Boston Red Sox. It's got Red Sox forty-five and thirty-five. Thirteen out of the lead. <laughs> that's that's so crazy to say right before the All Star break. They're thirteen back. That's love insane. It, love that, it. Yeah, I love it too. Uh, bleep the Red Sox. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays, 44 and 37, 14 and a half back. And the Rays, 15 back, 43 and 37 as well. So uh, that's, and of course the Orioles, 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 37 and 44, 21 and a, half, and a half back. But the thing is, we talk about this weekly on the standings of the AL. 46 and 37, the Twins are the division leader. Astros, 52 and 27. So those two are in. Next best in the West with their Astros division, Mariners, under 500, 41 and 42. Then in the Central, under the Twins, the Guardians, 40 and 38, and the White Sox, 38 and 40. So the best win total is 41 and 42. Well, last time I checked, the Rays are flirting right now at the last wild card spot. So um, these division games are huge, not only for division spot for div- uh, inside the division, but the wild card race too, because um. You can see, you can say the Rays play a hotter Don't competition. Don't press the panic button yet. It's not All Star break yet. Exactly, <laughs> Johnny's big on the All Star break. I cannot knock it, but uh, gems. By the way, Sugar Shane, 133 strikeouts. 133 strikeouts for Shane McClanahan, the Cy Young probably uh, leader right now, and who I think should start the All Star game. People, no problem. Some people might say Otani, but you know. Otani start? That'd be insane. Uh, strikes out the side that hits a homer when he goes off the bat. He'll be the MVP. That'd be disgusting. He'd be the MVP. Uh, gemstones. Aaron Judge, homer count. 29. 29. Hopefully this man gets 30 with the All-Star break. But what are they at? What's Alvarez at? Second with 24. So Judges has 29. Alvarez for Houston, 24. Mike Trout of the Angels has 23. Do you really have to say who the team he plays for? Yes. Damn. <laughs> All right. Kyle Schwarber of the Phillies, who just hit two home runs tonight, has 23. So I don't know if that's counted towards his total. Or not yet, because if it's not, he's second now. Would be 25 because he hit two home runs today. Crazy. And then Anthony Rizzo at five with 22. Jem, say it. Rizzo, Rizzo makes me. Jizzo. They love it. <laughs> love it. All you right. guys are fucking lame. Yeah. <laughs> you got to stop cursing on these shows. My That's mom will slap me. Stanton has 20 <laughs> home runs. Ninth place, Stanton with uh, 20 home runs. Yankees got three guys with. 20-plus home runs. At the break. Pretty pretty crazy. It's another fucking murderer's Stop road. cursing. All right. Mets, uh, just, for the, you. just for the NL, <laughs> 50 and 30. Uh, Milwaukee, 47 and 35. And the Dodgers, 50 and 29, obviously. The Dodgers. Uh, Padres, 40, 47 and 36. Cardinals, 44 and 38. And the Atlanta Braves are just behind the Mets, three and a half back, 47 and 34. So the NL, not as explosive as the AL, but... Solid teams all around. Uh, but we'll see what happens going along. Also, Ray's Stadium. Ray's Stadium update, Johnny. You guys getting a new barn? I believe it when I fucking see it. Stop cursing, man. <laughs> it sounds so, it's so annoying. It's so annoying. I'm tired of talking about this stadium BS. Thank you. Uh, and you're allowed to talk about it. You can it ha- say it. It has been going on. It has. I'm Way I'm, too long. And all it, right. I can't believe that there's really... You guys could tell me that they just signed a damn lease on a building in the middle of nowhere. Until I see a building and it go up in the air and it say that it's the Rays, 
I'm not believing nothing. Well, the new update, uh, Stu Sternberg, per, per, a stroke or something. The new, the, the new uh, stadium, I guess, is supposedly the fairgrounds are in Who? play now, uh, which would bring the Rays fans closer in every single direction. Sarasota fans are up 75. Uh, Plant City will not take an hour and a half to get to St. Pete. St. Pete, honestly, you guys tried your hardest. Uh, we tried our hardest in Clearwater to keep or Pinellas County to keep the team. However, the best thing is to go across the bay where more people have access to you, especially those in Spring Hill and Hudson and all those mamma jammas that it would be so hard to get out of St. Pete. Plus, St. Pete's not really the most prettiest spot. Uh, but I think with Sternberg, if you kept Tropicana Field, right? If you kept Tropicana Field Terrible. and had St. Pete build, like, grow, like it's doing now, grow around you, Right? Don't you think you would like bring in higher paying people anyway? Uh, but that's why no one goes to the games because the location or is it the ticket? See, pricing? Tony, you just said something logical. There's something wrong with the Rays owner. He's not freaking logical. Well, sometimes I'm not logical. So thanks, Johnny. <laughs> I appreciate it. But we're all right. One, I guess if to put this to rest, I long feel like story we're short, beating a dead horse. Exactly. Long story short, the Rays want a new stadium for the past 50 years. It seems. But guess Dude, what? The owner does not want to help out at all. So what do we do to selfish people? We stop talking to them. Just like we're going to do about this. Until something happens, we're going to stop talking about this. Agreed. Okay. All Coming right, from well, a race fan here. All right. Well, that will um, do it uh, this week on the show on Tuesday, Tuesday. We filmed the video at halftime, too. Club going up. Yeah. I think it's going to be a <coughs> show's going up on a Tuesday. Could be uh, uh, huge to see within the next uh, few days. Definitely, I think by the time we have our next show, uh, where Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are playing, and absolutely, I look a forward to a lot, a lot more big, big names to be moved in NBA. Yeah, we're gonna see. Also, if Judge breaks thirty before the uh, or if Judge breaks thirty-five before the also break, that'd be something. I want to see him get sixty-one. I want to see him get sixty-one too. Um, especially the NFL. Maybe it's heating up now. Uh, all sports are over. We only got baseball. But Kevin Durant sweepstakes has mine. But, Johnny, what about you? What, what are you looking forward to and where can you find us at? See what the Lightning do in free agency. Keep their move on. I want to see the, the Steelers continue to get better as a team. <laughs> and uh, uh, Johnny is decked go. out in all Steelers stuff. And uh, the, the Rays, uh, I don't know. I'll talk to you about them after the All-Star break. After the All-Star break. We love and it. And find us on Twitter at TB4 underscore sports. We're on Instagram now, TB4 underscore sports show. That's where you can find us. And as always, we'll see you next week. Spotify, Apple, Google, TB4 sports show. TB4? TB4. Next Tuesday. See you.